You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the BetQL Audio Network. Indians, White Sox. Good pitching matchup, Lance Lynn against Savali. Lynn has been terrific. He hasn't allowed a run yet this year. Savali, one of those guys, very underrated. Kind of under the radar here. I'm going to go with the under seven and a half. That is one of my lightning bets. Mosse's pitch. Swung on, lifted high in the air. Deep left center. Gamble back in front of the track. Makes the catch. Ball game. And the Indians get out of Chicago with a split. Tremendous pitching by Aaron Savali. The Indians are a winner. Four to one. That was a 4-2 final, Tom Hamilton. We're not going to criticize you from WTAM. He's a god. Don't don't even. That dude's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Don't even start on Tom Hamilton. And a super nice guy. I will have your head, Joe. (laughs) He is the best. I love Tom Hamilton. That is Chris Ronzi. I'm Joe Ostrowski. It's Friday, people. Welcome into BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. We're here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Eli Herskovich, our executive producer. Jake Hassan running. No, he's not. It's Rick Camp. I'm just Rick so Camp. used to reading. I'm Ron Burgundy again. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's Jake in front Hassan of you. On the sheet. Yeah. I'm going down it. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, it is Rick Camp. He is uh, working uh, this show and you better you bet today. Dylan Burns uh, directing and Jake Galley on the graphics. The guys over in uh, Philly. Hope Jake Galley has a UFC play for us because uh, last week were you here last Friday? I think you uh, were. E- no. Oh, you it was not. not. Yeah, You're not. End of the show. Jake Galley gave everybody a plus seven fifty winner. It was his only UFC play. So looking forward to what he has for us today. Uh, Michael Beller will be here at eleven a.m. Eastern, ten Central, to talk Major League Baseball. And our old pal Matt Bowen will drop by in the final hour of the show. <laughs> Information is flying everywhere. Here's the gist of it: as these betting markets are going wild on the NFL draft, I've been hearing. Okay, the draft really starts at four. That's when we have no idea what's going to happen. Starts at three. Like San Francisco (laughs) moved up to three, and nobody knows what's happening. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. I I loved when we were talking about it a month ago, and the conversation was there might be five quarterbacks taken in the top five, at least going to be four of them. And now you're not sure who likes whom. You don't know if New England wants to, to move up and get one. It's just there's so much happening. It's going to be a really fascinating next couple of weeks. I think five will go in the first nine or ten picks, but yeah. outside of one and two, that's the only thing that I, I think any of us know. And that has never happened, right, where there have been five quarterbacks tape, taken in the top ten? I I was looking back at it because somebody was 
yelling at me on Twitter because I made the point that Bears fans are going to be really upset when they're sitting there at 20 and there's going to be five quarterbacks gone like way before they even go. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks thanks for the newsflash, Joe. Like the best <laughs> quarterbacks are going to be taken early in the draft. I'm like, well, actually, the last time you had five quarterbacks go in the top 20, let alone top 10, was 1999. The Cade yeah. draft, Dante Culpepper. And and uh, you'd love to have Cade, wouldn't you? Right yeah, now. he's he's a good dude. He's yeah. a really good dude. Uh, lot, <laughs> lot to go hit, Ranch. Uh, we'll get to Major League Baseball, what we saw last night, also the association. But top of mind for me this morning was uh, a report that came out of ESPN on the NBA yesterday, uh, writer Tim Bontemps. What he what he does, he does this like three times during the season. He, uh, he tries to repl- replicate the MVP voting. So he reached out to 101 media members to see where they are. This this happened, he said he got the final votes in right before the Jamal Murray injury. So he reached out to 101, got their votes, first place, second place, all the way through fifth place, okay? I My guess is, was that Jokic was going to be the winner here at this stage with a little over a month left in the season. I did not expect it to be the landslide that it was. I expected, okay, maybe some of the East Coast people will be on Embiid, two-thirds to one-third. Uh-uh. Jokic received in Bontemps ESPN straw poll 90 of oh. 101 <laughs> first-place votes. That makes me very, very happy. Take that, Jake Galley. Because he's been, he's been arguing with me for months. I was going to be Embiid. You can't worry about all the missed games. Everybody misses games. 90 out of 101. Only five first place votes for Embiid. The, the other ones I don't get. Uh, two for Lillard. Two for Chris Paul. One for Harden. One for Kawhi. Zero for LeBron, which I get with the injury. Yeah, right. Zero for Giannis. He hasn't missed that many games. Just the really? Fatigues. Like, they wrote him off the list completely. That's really interesting to me because that team, I mean, you, you think about the two teams that you're talking about. Well, um, let's talk about Phoenix, for example, Chris Paul, they're not much of anything without him. Right. And I I think, yeah, but Booker's arguably Booker's better player. Right. And, and CP still really good for being 35 years old somehow. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's doing it. I guess I could say the same thing about LeBron, but the Milwaukee Bucks are truly absolutely nothing without Giannis Antetokounmpo. So that's that's no. incredible. Would you so you took Jokic, right? Jokic on the futures a long time ago. What what were the odds when you did that? So, and Rick Camp, if you want to jump on, please do because I actually made the bet after having a conversation uh with Rick about this. I placed two MVP wagers. I took a long shot, Donovan Mitchell at 85 to 1. Okay. Cuz we were talking about they're going to be good. He's their best player. Maybe maybe something crazy happens. And uh, the other one was Jokic, and there was one site hanging a 36 to 1. So uh, we jumped all over that one. It would be uh, the first center to win the award since Shaq in 2000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, the game's been pretty guard and, and forward heavy. So over the last 20 years, that's, that's hey, good for you, Joe. You've been hitting well, big a lot see. lately. Let's see if it let's see if it uh, really happens. Because uh, Rick, I took well, I, I took yeah. two. I, I believe a, a few weeks ago I took Giannis, and okay. I, I got to look this up right now. I took Giannis, and the odds for him at the time were like 
20 to one, maybe. Does that wow. sound right? Um, all I know is the two guys that I took and I was hedging a little bit, neither one of them is going to win now. Like I just, I know for a fact. So I took Dame Lillard, uh, at 25 to one and I took Giannis at 10 to one. So his, his odds are even worse now, but, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to work out so well on these Joe. Well, like I've, been, you did. <laughs> I've been thinking about it, uh, a lot the last few weeks. Do I hedge? Uh, Embiid is the only guy that I would hedge with. And he's now he was five to one, I believe, last week, and now he's three to one after seeing this. And many of these people that participated in the straw poll, by the way, will actually have MVP right. votes. So uh, I will not be hedging. Rick Camp, how do you feel after seeing this Bon Temps uh, straw poll? I feel really good <laughs> because <laughs> my my two my two uh, MVP futures were Jokic, which I had all year, and then. Probably a couple weeks ago, I think I hedged with Embiid. Basically, no, you got you got Lillard a while back. Oh, that's too, right. right. I did get Lillard too. I just like I think I I might have cashed that one out. So I kind of like out of sight, out of mind with it. Yeah. But I, you but know what? Yeah. I, that, like, I, I I just don't see any way, any path for anybody other than those two guys. And let's be honest. After that, unless Jokic gets hurt, Jokic is winning the MVP. Even if Denver falls a little bit. You know that like ha- not having Jamal Murray makes a big difference, and as we've seen in the first cut in the first game, and just like any time Murray sat, Michael Porter Jr. can at least pick up some of the scoring slack, and it might actually mean more playmaking opportunities for Jokic, so his assist numbers might even go up that much more. Uh, I tried to cash out both of my MVP because <laughs> yes. of, a couple of weeks ago, uh, probably yeah, it was probably two or three weeks ago when it was clear that neither of them were going to win, but I was in Missouri. So I couldn't do it in the moment. And then I forgot because you can't, Mm. you can't do anything on the apps until you go to Illinois or until you go to a state where you're allowed to. So come on, Missouri, please get your act together. And, uh, and let's get this whole online betting thing going. Have you heard anything, Joe, real quick about, because I know you said you added a couple of states or a, a few states had been added earlier in the week or late last Maryland week. and Arizona were added this week. I have heard that, for example, the state I'm in is going to be one of the last to adopt it. Why is that? Do I, you know politics I mean, or anything? There are different reasons for different states. You Missouri. know, like Florida know. might be one of the last because Disney yeah. has so much power. Well, I don't know what it would be here except for the casinos maybe are, are really standing in the way because there are a couple of different cities. Kansas City's got them. Kansas City, Missouri has casinos. There are uh, quite a few, actually, on the St. Louis side where I'm at, so I bet they have a lot of influence. You've got to get them involved. And, and, and yeah, you know, Joe, our casinos here in St. Louis have been around, I'm pretty sure, longer and far longer than the ones up by Chicago have been around. So they're established, and yep. it's, it's going to be some time. I've heard the same thing in Wisconsin and Minnesota as well. Like that ends up good old politics in all these states. It isn't just Illinois where where we've spent most of our lives. You know, this this happens just about everywhere. Uh, But yeah, we're around the halfway mark. Half the country is legalized or at least up and running at this point. And and that's the thing, you know, eventually it's, it's going to happen everywhere. It just, it's yep. disappointing that you have to wait for something that you know is inevitable, like the DH in the National League. <laughs> and they keep like, why are we waiting on it? It's going to happen. Just do it. 
Uh, Raji, you brought up Giannis. He returned from his injury last night, played 25 minutes, scored 15 points. He ended up missing six games uh, with the knee. They take out Atlanta 120 to 109. Uh, Steph and the Warriors win by 18 points over Cleveland. I know some people uh, like the Cavs. I think that was like Horvat's only loss on the day. Um, what it, what I'd say most notable thing for me as far as the playoff picture, not only the Giannis return, but the Boston Celtics won and covered most numbers. It was six when we talked about it on the show. Uh, they beat the Lakers, Jalen Brown with 40 points and nine mm. rebounds. But uh, we spent much of the season saying, what's wrong with the Celtics? What's wrong with the Celtics? All this talent that they have. But now they're playing well. They've won five straight, seven of their last eight games. Although they tried to cough it up last night, though, too. Had a pretty sizable lead, and they had that second unit in who coughed up that lead, yeah. which probably means those guys aren't going to get a whole lot of playing time down the stretch, which isn't good. I mean, going into the playoffs, you want to rest your starters as much as possible, give them as many minutes off the floor as possible going into the playoffs to keep them fresh. But now he's probably going to keep them on the floor a little bit longer than they want to. You know, you mentioned Golden State and and how much different they are when Steph is playing the way he's playing because they go yeah. through a stretch where they lost seven of eight and they look just miserable, and now they look like they can't lose. They've won six of seven. No, five of six they've won. Um, they're, they're, what a remarkable turnaround it's been, and it's all because of him and the way he's playing. The player prop was set at 33 and a half points. He's and he hit 33. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Where'd you man, go? They... Because he was he was at what, like 40 for how many straight games? Right. I didn't touch it. I did, okay. I did not touch it. I know some guys that were on the over. I'm like, boy, 34 points is a lot to win a bet. How That's about the whole, even the way Steph is playing and he was on a back-to-back, I just like, all right, I'm not going to participate in that one. Uh, for the first time in a few days, we had the majority of favorites winning because we had a run over the last couple of days in Major League Baseball where it was underdogs, a bunch of underdogs coming through, but uh, favorites go 6-4, and four, one of the 11 games yesterday. Uh, was a pick em. It is very, very close. It's wild, man. After a couple of weeks here, it's very, very close between the number of games won by straight-up favorites and straight-up underdogs, Raj. Well, that's uh, – it, it, how often does that really happen in, in Not baseball? Not very. It's such a, maybe it's an early season thing? Could be. I, You know, I don't know. Because if you look at the way the divisions in the American League, for example, the teams that are leading right now – Everything's kind of jumbled. I mean, you don't expect the Mariners to be leading the West and, you know, Boston to be leading the East right now and Kansas City to be on top of the of the Central Division. So with with those underdogs, I, I would consider them to be season underdogs, all leading their divisions. Results like last night are pretty surprising. Yes, uh, we had a lot of favorites in the afternoon. Sometimes the best bets um, are the ones you don't make. And that was the case because I was busy on the air. So some of the underdogs that I was leaning to, I did not place those bets. And a lot of them were losers. Miami, I, I like. They go up early, mm-hmm. end up losing to the Braves. Uh, I was talking about Boston. They they only lost by one run to Minnesota. So not going to knock them too much. Uh, but I did hit last night, Arizona against Washington. Talked about that on the show. I just, I couldn't get past the fact that Patrick Corbin was a minus 180 favorite, and he finished with two innings. Ten runs, nine of those earned, four walks for Patrick Corbin as Arizona takes care of Washington 11-6. And his ERA right now, Joe? Oh, it's disgusting. Want me to (laughs) tell you? 
Uh, I, I looked at it. I was guess. looking at it during the game. So I, I know have it's an a, idea. It's only two decisions, but but uh-huh. his ERA right now is go ahead. Twenty. It's twenty six. Not that bad. It's at twenty one point three. He's at okay. uh, yeah. It's almost there. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Damn yeah. man. And and that no. sucks too for a pitcher because it, it's going to take him forever to bring that down. Uh, you need a little luck in this game, and yep. uh, I felt like I got lucky with that Sox Indians under seven and a half because if Andrew Vaughn doesn't make that play on the track, it's probably going over. Right. Yeah. How, how about that nice play yeah. by the kid that nobody thinks can play left field, and he probably still can't. Yeah, there's a lot of weird opinions over on the south side of Chicago. We'll get to more of that coming up, and we'll go over the entire MLB card. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.